Warning, while Brandy and Andy may sound intelligent, you shouldn't take anything they say as financial advice. They are not financial advisors. They are just two men who enjoy beer and chatting about unrealistic scenarios. If they really knew what would happen, they wouldn't be telling you for free, would they? Hello and welcome to the Brandy and Andy Show. We're your hosts, Brandy. And? Andy! I hate that. No, we gotta cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Throw that away. Get rid of it. I don't ever. Okay, we're going again. We're going again. again. Ready? Ready? Hello, and welcome to the Brandy and Andy Show. We are your hosts, Brandy. And Andy. And Andy. Hold on. I'm not cutting that last part, just so you know. What part? The, the last part. You have the to. The last take? No, I'm not cutting okay, that. Okay, that's fine. Hell no, that's content, dude. Um, What did you, you, you said something to me right before the podcast, and it, it, it was like, oh yeah, welcome to the Brandy and Andy show, where we talk about all things Brandy and Andy. I love that. Well, it's true. That got me a good chuckle. Today we have a very different podcast show coming we, to you. We need to talk about some things. Pretty we serious. Pretty we serious. Do. We need to address the elephant in the room here. Yeah. So you might have noticed that we uh, didn't post anything last week. And you might be wondering to yourself... The Brandy and Andy finally realized that they're trash at the podcast game. <laughs> we realized that before we started. We already knew that. So, so get that out of the way. Thinking, get that out of the you way. You don't need to tell us. No. Listen, one word. Quality. What does that mean to you, Andy? Um, It means that um, something is in good quality. <laughs> <laughs> it's like It's like a... A gourmet burger versus a McDonald's McDouble, okay? <laughs> yeah, I was I not mean, ready yeah, for that is, question. Like that. I was it not ready like for that. that question. That's okay. You gotta, you gotta stay, stay on your toes for the Brandy and Andy show because Brandy might just ask you anything. You do that stuff to me too, so. Well, I, I mean, it's all on script, so I shouldn't know, but. Oh yeah, you're right. It, oh no. Well, today I only sent you the first half of the script, and I redacted a few pieces of it. Oh, that's why. Yeah, there's a big gap right there. That's. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. So we did not post anything last week because of quality. Now the Brandy and Andy show, we pride ourselves on the utmost quality of the show. Nothing more, nothing less. There's no reason to produce something bad when you have the ability to make it not bad. In fact, we care about quality so much that we recorded one hour and 52 minutes of Brandy and Andy talking to each other last week, only to scrap it. This so this week- The longest episode yet. It was probably the longest <laughs> episode yet, but it doesn't matter because this week we are bringing you the Brandy and Andy bonus show, a new type of episode that will occur every five episodes where we have a retrospective on the past four weeks of the Brandy and Andy show, but also stray away from our normal segments and kind of talk about whatever we want. So um, today we're just going to kind of talk about, well, yeah, you take it away. You take oh, it away. I was just going to say, um, oh, shoot, what was I going to say? I can't remember. But yeah, so we feel terrible. Um, and honestly, it sucks. And it's not any of our faults. Uh, well, actually, it is our fault. We're cheap. 
Um, but now we're not cheap, so let's do this right. Um, we're going to get quality is the word of this podcast. Okay, Brandy? Write that okay. down. Quality. I wrote it down already. Let's base this – let's call the podcast quality. Let's let's base the whole thing off quality. Let's just – let's use that as our keyword today, okay? So it's just going to be the Brandy and Andy show quality. This is the Brandy and Andy show uncut right here. This is – this is – should I – should we enter, should we just get rolling with it? Should we just jump right in? Well, since this is a bonus episode, we could talk about whatever we want. That's Go true. Talk about we're talking we about whatever we want. All right, bonus episode. Guess what we're doing? Drinking beer. We're drinking beer, believe it or not. That's the premise of the Brandy and Andy show. But, you know, there's a little bit of a little bit of difference here. We're not great in the beer. We're not even we're not drinking the, the same beer. beer. No, we're not drinking the same beer. We're just it's drinking feel- beer. I'm not gonna lie. It feels really weird not drinking the same beer that you're drinking. Because I it not, does it not feel right. It feels really wrong. Well, I'll show you what I'm drinking. And, what are you drinking? If you want to, oh, join you're bringing it back. If you want to join me, oh my god, I don't have any of those left. Oh, you finished them? I can run to the store real quick. This was uh Is this our first episode? Yeah. Yeah, it was our first episode. I'm drinking a not an inaugural beer here. Beak breaker. I feel like I okay, we're we're completely going on script here. I feel like as we go, we should just kinda keep throwing our beer in there and like maybe stuff that comes to mind when we take sips. Um but not we're not doing the grading scale. We're not we're not gonna talk very in depth. Um we're still drinking beer and we're still having a great time. Brandon, what's what's are we talking about stocks? What are we doing? Yeah, we can't are, talk about stocks. I have a little bit of news to share about it. Yeah, I do. I actually I gotta, have a I got a lot gotta, of news to share. I, I got to introduce my beer first because I haven't done it quite you yet. You do. So, but before is... you do, before you do, I have a bone to pick with you later. So, okay. get ready for that. Buckle Why up. You have a bone to pick. Buckle with up, later. buddy. So Buckle today, up. Brandy's drinking a Gilgamesh Mamba. Now, I'm not going to talk a lot about this beer because this is still a brewery that Andy and I have to talk about at some point on the podcast because it is a quite a big Oregon-based brewery. Yeah. So I'm not really going to talk a lot about it. I will tell you, it's yeah, a very interesting of, beer. I've never had a beer of, like this. I've never heard of it. What kind of beer is it? It's just an ale. It's a very dark ale. Actually, it's called a malt ale. And Ooh. it is made out of black tea and tangerine peel. Well, that's the flavoring for it. It's not what? made out of that. Yeah. Interesting. It's the, it's a very interesting beer. How, oh, I, I want to try it now. I have to be honest with you. Um, I don't think I would like it. What was the other beer that we had that had tangerine? Did we drink something? Grapefruit. No, we were grapefruit. Yeah. I was going to suggest we drink the Citrus Mistress when Ooh. we did. That was last. That was last week. The podcast yeah, that that didn't even come I... out. Yeah, when it oh, fell let's through. Let's not spoil it. Let's not spoil yeah, it. Yeah, we can't. But um, anyways, tangerine in a beer. It's pretty good. It's I... I feel like the tea would just overpower, though. The black tea being in the beer is, it's so different. I'm also just not a big, big ale drinker, to be honest. I was expecting buying a Gilgamesh. I'm going to get some dark beer. and it's, I mean, it is dark beer, but like it's no stout or anything. Right. Do you like it so far? Um, It's not terrible. I wouldn't drink 10 of them. Yeah. <laughs> Would you buy it Dr- again? Drinkability is not up high. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. No, I probably wouldn't buy it again. Okay. That's all no. I needed to hear. Well, save one for me because I want to try oh, well. it. Brandy is getting in his old age. He can't drink a whole six pack by himself anymore. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. How do you know? 
Look at you. You're laughing, hiding from the camera. What did you just do? I just got beer on my keyboard. <laughs> it. It's not, Andy, Andy, <laughs> it's not the Brandy and Andy. It's not the Brandy and Andy show. Up there. Oh, I just got all over my pants now. Everywhere. There's got to be beer everywhere. Everything's got to taste like beer. It's all got to smell like beer. It's just beer. Um, that being said, though, you're looking sharp, brother. You get a haircut. Mm-hmm. They did it good. Dude, it was the best thing. Yeah. I walk into my barber shop. I sit down. He he knows my he knows my he knows my uh my routine. Usually go to them once a month. I need to go there more because I honestly I just love talking to them. Like out of anything, I would just go there to talk to them. But anyways, I sit down. He knows what I want. He's like, "Hey, you want this as usual?" I'm like, "Yeah, I want this as usual." And like the first thing he says to me after that is, "So, are you into stocks at all?" No way. And I was like, "Yeah, brother. I have a podcast now with one of my best buddies called the Brandy and Andy Show, where we talk about stocks." And he starts telling me about how he invested in Tesla the other okay. morning because yeah. of their dip. I'm sure a lot of us know about their dip if you keep up on stocks. And he was super pumped about it. I know I don't think he's invested too much. Uh, it didn't sound like he's invested a ton, but I did recruit another listener. So, Devin, if you're listening, you did a dang good job on my haircut, Devin, brother. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, he looks fresh. I might need to come up there. Um, no one really gets fades up here that. That looks really nice. It's a cool crew. It's clean. Definitely yeah. a lot of fun. Um, anything else? What What was your week? I we haven't really talked this week. We didn't play video games much this week. Um, oh, it's been weird. You ditched me. I had to. That's okay. I never but, really played very many video games this week, but my week has been pretty good, actually. That's good. I'm very excited. I'm very happy because it's finally starting to look like spring here in Oregon. It is. And it's been freaking beautiful. So beautiful. In Oregon, springs are like the best because as soon as around this time hits, usually maybe a few weeks from now, it's like prime time to go camping and stuff and just get out there and explore. And all the plants show their colors. It's like yes. incredible to see. Literally everywhere you turn, you're just seeing different colors. I have this fat tree outside of my house and about three weeks ago we had this massive ice storm and that tree had literally limbs sitting on the ground, but it sits about, I'd say it's about 10, 12 feet above the air that where those actual limbs are. And all of a sudden over the last couple of days, they've started sprouting. Um, they get beautiful flowers on them. I don't know what kind of tree it is, but it's just, it's just crazy to me. Like everything here in Oregon, like it, everything starts blooming so quick. It's, it's insane. Does that tree get like, are they like long skinny flowers like this, like very kind of long and there's probably like five or eight of them. And then are they like white and are they mostly no. white in another color or? They're really small, like red flowers. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I was trying to figure out what tree it is. But I don't think, how was your weekend? How, how was your week? We're not even to the weekend yet. Brandon, I had a great week this week. I had a fantastic week. And I'm guess happy what? For you. What? Nothing even happened. <laughs> Nothing substantial happened, really. Um, you know why I had a good week? Why'd you have a good week? My portfolio is up 30%. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Dude, it's been it's been a, it has been a good week. We're back, hour. okay? Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, let's jump right into it. Let's talk about GameStop, you crusty crustacean. Oh lordy. Let's uh, let's throw it back. Let's throw it back a month and a half to our first episode. 
You were calling me all sorts of stuff. All sorts of stuff. Everything under the book. Just throwing it my way. And I sat there and took it. I took it like a man. And what I say? Diamond handy Andy. We're back, boys. GameStop's back. <laughs> Dude, I... I don't know. I'm tired of talking about GameStop. But let's do it. Let's talk about uh, GameStop. Dude, it's this is this is insane. Like what is, I don't even know what's going like apparently the shorts are I thought they were expiring today, but they're not expiring till Monday, so like I don't know. I there's so much information that like my brain is just like, "Bro, no." Um but I'm not selling. Well, Unless it hits like 1000 that I'm out. I was going to say uh you want to talk about <laughs> when you bought in because <laughs> uh <laughs> that's a big factor in why you're not selling i'm assuming yeah chug that beer you know you need to chug that beer to talk about it um well when you just believe in a company okay and you just you just know that no matter you got to set a price in your head, okay, when it comes to investing. Okay, you can you got to you got to have a buy price, okay? And when you see a stock that is just so favorable and you see the price next to it and you're like, "Wow. I think that's a great price." You buy it. <laughs> right? So regardless regardless of how much I paid, yeah. Something in my brain went, "You got to buy it." Yeah. <laughs> Which honestly, but, at the end of the day, like, who cares? Like, it's nah, been fun. I mean, it's been fun. It, it like it, it keeps me going. You know, it is honestly the biggest meme stock, anyways. Like at this point, like probably there's of the past a year ago. Years. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but like probably a year longer. ago, no, nobody knew this was gonna happen. This is just total memes at this point. Total freaking memes, dude. Seven dollars a year ago. Imagine that. Imagine so, buying, throwing 20 bucks and getting three shares. You'd have a grand. Just oh, so stupid. Yeah, but you that's the me, stock market. You made me feel like crap on Monday. You send me a text. You're like, hey, bet you wish you bought those stocks now, huh? Dude, I got to get back at you as much as I can. I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't put any money into GameStop. Good. Uh, you should I, I, re, I, re, I somewhat regret that only because I know I could have made money, but like, I don't know, man. What we all should have what we all should have done was when it dropped back down to like forty or sixty, whatever it was, like a month ago. That would have that was the perfect time because literally in a month it's gone up two hundred dollars. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, that is the best return of any investment you could have ever made for a month. Like that is so stupid, but it's risky. No one knew it was going to happen, so that's why we didn't do it. I'm a, well, I mean, I'm not that mad, though, because this week was a good week for more than just GameStop. Uh, yeah. So, Neo. Yeah, let's go to let's the underdog, right which Neo. we have been telling everybody about for so long now. Ah, oh, I love me some Neo, baby. They had a huge dip on. Was it this Monday that they had that huge dip? Yeah. Because the earnings were off. Yeah. Both them and Tesla, which interesting thing about Neo and Tesla is their charts follow each other so much. Like, it's crazy. I saw this post on Reddit the other day. I think it was on Neo's subreddit that showed the comparison charts for the last month between the two. And, like, they're almost, like, identical. Obviously, they're different in the way that 
Tesla's worth like almost 10 times as the times amount. More. Yeah, like it is yeah, it's more than 10 times the amount of Neo, but it's crazy. It's crazy how these EV and it wasn't just Neo and Tesla either. It's like all these EV companies like they all follow that same trend and they dip together and they grow together. It's so weird. It's so so weird. But mostly I think it's based off of what Tesla does. It's crazy. Um yeah, I I want to I think we should talk about Neo some more because um I think it could be fun. Neo closed on Monday at $35.21. They're up to $45 in a week. Yeah. So that's a 25% increase. Um take it as you will. I'm still very 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 confident that we are just getting our foot in the door here. Um, and I hope, um, I actually know Brandy bought the dip. I bought the dip three times. I bought three separate times um, this this week. Um, and I'm uh, I'm starting to actually get a, a lot of shares compiled now. Um, so it's kind of exciting because uh, within the next couple of years, I'm going to hopefully be looking at a nice uh, return on my investment. Yeah, I have something to kind of say about me buying those shares. So like, um, I almost didn't buy on the dip because like I'm still relatively new to, you know, investing in, especially in smaller companies that like I don't really know a lot about or that are so new because like anybody can go buy a Tesla stock and, you know, you're more than likely going to get money off of it. But like, I almost didn't buy the dip with Neo because I was freaking terrified that like, uh, it was just going to keep shooting down. And I think that was kind of a lesson to me. Like I am not no longer as nervous about just throwing money at something when I have faith in it. And I think that's a lesson that like some of our viewers could probably take away from that too, is like, if you're not, if you're not confident in your investment, like then don't do it. But like, Sometimes you have to take a leap of faith to gain that confidence. And I took that leap of faith and I made a lot of money this week. Yeah. Okay. And like, I am so happy that I did it and I'm no longer as nervous about doing stuff like that because I saw a bunch of articles too. I was, I read so much before I bought those shares. I read so many articles saying like, oh, this is like the end of like the EV rain and like, they're going to stop producing as much money. It's, no, they're not. No like, way. This it's is just the, this started. Is the be- literally, this is the beginning. Yeah. Which Seriously, is why, the beginning. Yeah we're still so new into this market. And like, and if you think that this is like the climax, like this is as good as we're going to get, you are wrong. The thing about the stock market is you need to think about time. The stock market and time are like very similar. Um, They just keep going and you can't stop it. And there's nothing you can do about it. Um, They don't speed up or slow down. It's constant. It just happens. Okay. But the thing about time compared to the stock market is you need to picture yourself um especially as we get older i I realize time is just flying by um so you need to you need to put yourself in a month you need to put yourself three months you need to put yourself a year ahead and then think about yourself doing um some due diligence on the stock that you are curious about but at a year's advance what 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 could possibly happen to increase the price what could possibly happen to decrease the price um is there anything that they've mentioned that they're going to release blah 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 blah. every company is different 
every industry. Um, but at the end of the day, investments take t- a lot of time. Like, it's, like especially something with Neo, it could be even a year or two or three before we we start, you know, really getting up there. Um, and that's that's where a lot of people, even like especially right now with all the stimmy, all the stimmy money coming out. Um, thank you, U.S. government and. Uh, um, a lot of people getting in, into investing, um, they expect like like they ex- they're playing it like a casino, really. Or they where want it to be like G&E. where it's just like I, I'm putting my money in now, and tomorrow I'm gonna get yeah I'm tripling it, right? And that's not what it is. Um, you could be a day trader, feel free, go for it. You need to be very smart, and you need to do a lot of research to do that. Um, I do not partake in that. Uh, I'm more concerned about when I'm um 55 60 and looking to settle down and live the rest of my life um comfortably yeah so that is something very important that a lot of people just don't think about um but yeah i just wanted to kind of say that about neo because um tying that back into neo we saw the what was it three or four months ago we were up at 60 we hit 60 dollars yeah per share Right. And I even bought around $60 per share. I'm pretty sure. I think I bought it like 55, a couple shares. Um, but comparing it to that, it dropped down to the, the mid thirties. Like, holy cow, I could buy three shares for the price of two right now. Like that. And that's how my brain went. Like it is, it's on sale. It's like, it's a clearance item right now. Um, that's just because I, I believe like I, I know, uh, well, I don't know. I just have a lot of faith and I believe that this company is going to, grow exponentially and be a real competitor in china but um yeah that's just kind of um my two cents on that whole situation it's funny that you say that actually because uh that was the exact mindset that i ended up having towards neo as well when that happened was like it went down that much and i'm like holy cow like i i literally had the same exact thought i'm like oh my goodness this stock is on sale let's buy a bunch like it, that's exactly what right. ran through my mind. Right. And I think that a lot of that comes from the confidence I do have in that company at this point. It's easy because it's easy for me to say because literally a month ago I bought at close to the all time high. Yeah. And then like seeing the price, it's just like, holy cow, like I just got my tax returns. I'm gonna get this next stimulus check. Like the price is so low, like I just want the money so I can just freaking invest it, you know? Like, cause I know it's gonna get back there. And then Beyond that is just like green, baby, like green. Are there any other shares, uh, tickers you want to talk about that had some big moves this week? Um, or any that you find interesting and up- upcoming? Yeah, I know let's that's kind of about... meant more for like main podcast, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, let's talk about Carnival Cruise Line. Oh goodness, let's okay, talk about let's Carnival talk about Cruise it. Line. So right as the pandemic started last year is when I actually started buying stocks. Like I had a like ETFs and um, privately managed accounts before that. So I technically was investing, but this is where I've a year ago is when I actually got um, myself involved in buying shares uh, personally. And Carnival was the first stock I ever bought actually. I bought five shares for a price of $16.50, okay? Before COVID, I believe they were... Pretty sure a lot more than that, wasn't it? Yeah, so uh, 
they hit the their past uh past five years their last peak was january 2018 where their price was 71 dollars. it's yeah. pretty much declined since then um covid started becoming a thing like right around december and then march for the united states um so at the end of december they're at 50 dollars a share and then this is brandon listen to this this is insane january 17th 2020 51 dollars a share march 20th 2020 12 dollars a share they're, they literally, they just tanked and like, I got, I got my app and I was like, Hey, what should I invest in? And I saw carnival and I just like started looking through the graphs. I'm like, Holy cow. Because right as COVID was happening was like a great time to start investing because there's a, there was a pretty big dip. There was an adjustment. Um, people were unsure of the markets and everything. And I was like myself when it first started, I didn't think COVID would last this long. No, me neither. Um, I don't, I don't think anyone did. So I was like, okay, 16 bucks. Like they're going to get back up to 70 when everything's back in roaring, whatever. Um, they haven't, but they're back up to $26 a share. Um, and we're not even like, I don't even think they're doing cruises yet. Are they? Do no. you know? I, yeah, I, I didn't mean, think I so. I can't imagine they yeah. are. So um, the reason I want to share this story is because of this. Right place, right time. Mm-hmm. Um, I got, did I get lucky? Yes and no. Um, I'm not going to sell probably for another year, depending on how cruise line, the direction of cruise lines go. Cause uh, people are saying that cruises are dead. Like no one's going to do them anymore. Like COVID has made people think differently and they don't need that type of luxury, but no, that is wrong. I was going to say people, what? people hate being in their town. They don't like being, yeah. they want to go sit on a ship for a week, not have to look at their phone, not have to really pay attention to their kids and just relax. Right. Okay? They don't want to ride an airplane to do that. They want to get on a ship where they don't have to sit down in a chair for eight hours. Okay. And then they can see the Caribbean. That's my, uh, that was my hot COVID buy. Also, I just want to say this, this is a good story. Have you ever heard of a company called Vax art? No, I have not. Okay. So when companies, um, when the media said that companies were starting to work on um, vaccines, I went and pulled up a list of companies that were um, working on vaccines. And I chose, I literally, Brandon, I, Brandon, I'm not even kidding you. I had them all on my computer screen and I just closed my eyes and pointed my finger and I landed on VaxArt. Now, they were in production of an oral vaccine where you take a couple pills and you're vaccinated. About a month or two ago, they were coming into their trial period where it was like, if if this works, like we have a vaccine that you literally don't need to shop for. And I, I bought in at $10.80 last March, so a year ago. And it, it like it flutters from like seven to twelve, like it just did a kind of a wave. Um, but about a month and a half ago, they're like, okay, we're we're testing our product now. Their stock price shot up to like tw- here. Let me even let me get you an accurate number. Oh yeah, here we go. So it peaked 
for one day. It it shot straight up fifteen dollars in one day to twenty five dollars a share. Holy cow! Yeah. So I should have sold there because I would have made like eighty dollars. <laughs> um, but the uh, the results came back inclusive, inconclusive. Um, oh, really? And literally, literally, as they posted that, shoom, right back yeah. down. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Yeah. Like, and that's another reason you really got to keep up to date on like the news going around, right? Like, you don't don't just buy something just because it looks like it's moving up and down a lot, or you know, whichever direction you're looking for. You you seriously need to watch the news, right? Because you need to know what's happening. There's just so much, like especially like I have I'm invested in over ten stocks. Like I cannot keep up with ten different yeah. companies. No, yeah, and that's hard. Like, yeah, <laughs> but you need to you need to diversify yourself. Like I'm not like I know you're not gonna be able to keep up with everything, but like once you have a solid portfolio and you have a couple of tens of thousands of dollars in there, like you're gonna be spread pretty far apart. But that that is all on you. Like you need to make sure that you are keeping on top of your companies because technically you're you're a part owner of them. Like yeah, you you, you give them your money to spend and make themselves bigger. So like you need to be involved, and that that completely relies on you. I want to throw this back just slightly to the stimulus check uh, thing. Yeah. So like um. A lot of people are going to be getting their stimulus checks, and I'm not going to tell you how to spend your money. In fact, I'm going to tell you that if you need your stimulus check, please do not spend it on stocks. No. Okay? Pay off your credit card Um, debt first. But, you know, if you're getting it and you do want to invest it, like right now, even though everything is starting to kind of rise back up, you know, in comparison to last year at this time where everything was just tanked, right? Now is actually still a very good time to invest in things. Because we're not, because I guarantee, I can almost guarantee you that once we go back to normal, and I put that in a lot of quotation marks, normal, because things will not be normal for a very long time. I can guarantee you that we're going to see a lot of like a lot of movement in these different in the all these stocks, right? So right now is is a good time to spend your money, and I hope that once the pandemic is over, <sighs> Neo hits eighty dollars. That's all I care about. $80? Well, I want a lot more than that, but what's realistic at this point? I'm hoping trip ditch, dude. We still got nine months. Move, bro. We still got nine months. Especially Biden saying there's gonna be enough doses for every American by June. Like that's very optimistic. Yeah. Because true, true, a true. lot of people won't get the vaccine. Um but things could kind of be normal again whatever normal is we don't have a normal right now we don't know what it is no so no, honestly i don't even uh, remember normal dude no. i don't remember what that feels like no this reminds me um funny story last night i went to go to my girlfriend's house to get our nintendo switch and uh i put a mask on before i left <laughs> Did you? and i wasn't gonna come in contact with anybody i was literally driving there going inside grabbing the switch and leaving and i put a mask on and i got home and i was like what like i did i was it was just like it's hardwired now which is just crazy (laughs) (laughs) so that's normal that's normal right now so that that's normal for me so like what is normal what's what's the old normal dude let's talk a little bit about uh brandy nandy opinion time on um so when biden went into office this year yeah this year 
can remember when this year is. Uh, he was talking about like EV replacing the entire federal fleet with EVs. Yeah. Do you think that's even realistic in his four years in office? That's over a. I believe it was over a hundred forty thousand vehicles that he would have to yeah. replace. Um. So I think it's partially realistic. Um, I think he's especially doing that with it. It's only been two months. He's only been president for two freaking months. I mean, come yeah. on. He's got four years, so forty-eight months. So he's two out of forty-eight already. Um, so he's got forty-six weeks. 46 months to get, what did you say, 150,000? I, I am pretty sure the number is approximately 140,000 vehicles. Okay, so... I could be wrong. So, yeah, that would I'm be... pretty sure. That would be, a, like, shoot, yeah, that would be, like, 1,000 a, a vehicles a month. Or 1,000? No, 10,000 vehicles a month. So, to a complete... No, it's he's not going to be able to do that. No, not I don't think he'd be able to do all of them. But this no. is like huge news for all these no, companies that want to invest in uh, making an EV uh, a vehicle for their company. For example, like Chevrolet, like a lot of their vehicles that they use are Chevys. Like think about all the black SUVs that they drive around, right? Right. Half the time that you see a political figure, they're in a black SUV. Yeah. Half the time, it's a Chevy. Generally, Chevy or Ford. I think this is a really big thing, honestly. I've honestly thought about investing in uh, GM as well because, like, I think, I think it's a good thing for electric vehicles, but I, I, I just don't think the government, like a government contract, is going to have that much influence, especially because like Ford and General Motors have been floating at the same price for like a couple years now. Like it's just, and they just move. They've they're so old, and it's just like everything is the same but electric vehicles is something different now if ford or chevrolet um i'm just naming the two largest dealers uh manufacturers of cars in america um like i think if one of them like say say the government's like okay we're going ford boom ford contract like it's probably only going to be like two what like a hundred million dollars for a hundred thousand vehicles, I don't know. I'm just throwing out a number, maybe two hundred million. I don't know. Like that is so small to those companies. At the end honestly, of the day, like it's that's so small that's to just the like government too. That's just like pocket change. Yeah, honestly, it is. Um, but but I it's think... exciting for up and company up and coming EV manufacturers too, though, because what if they decide to go with one of them, right? No, exactly. Which is very interesting. I don't say so if 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 our boy Trumpy was still in office, um, he would definitely pick Ford or Chevy, um, just by going off his ego. <laughs> but with um, having Biden in the office, it I mean, shoot, it could be Tesla, mm-hmm. <laughs> which would be really be. dumb. I would hate that. But yeah, honestly, I couldn't see that. But it would be very interesting. But I only bring this up because, like, you know. Chevy has put a lot of money into researching how they're going to go into the EV business. And actually, and I don't, I don't know if this is true. And honestly, I really, really, really doubt this is true, but I was reading something about, they want to have the majority of their trucks by 2030, uh, as electric vehicles. Are you talking about the Badger five, Nikola? (laughs) Brandy's talking about the Badger five. We got it. We're talking about Nikola here. Oh my goodness. Holy cow. They signed that contract, huh? (laughs) 
<laughs> Nicola was actually in an article I was reading about the other day, and that was the first time I had ever heard about Nicola. What'd they actually, say? What'd they say about They him? weren't even trashing them. They were saying this is an up-and-coming up company that you should watch for. <laughs> and the entire time I was reading that article, I'm like, do you uh, even know what these guys oh, did? no. Brandy, just reading that article, we should go down to Arizona and visit that warehouse that, the, that they had finished at the end of 2021. Or it's we're supposed probably, to have finished. We should go you, check it out. It probably won't even be there, to be honest. They, they, they'd probably give us a tour. I mean, come on. If it is, it's either going to be empty or half constructed. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, we just walk in there and gosh. they just have one truck. Just one truck. Yeah, one truck there. just They're sitting like, here. Like, here it is. Here it is. And then, and then uh, Trevor Milton comes over, slaps the hood. He's like, this baby right here doesn't even have a work and drive train. You want to take her out for a spin? We're going to tow you to the top of the hill. Oh, man. <laughs> I'll give you a push. Don't worry. I'll give you a push. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Trevor, keep fighting, brother. You'll be like Elon someday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Uh. Well, I have a little bit more to talk about, but it is not stock related. So if we want to continue with the stock stuff, yeah, you got your hand raised, you sir, there in front. I gotta go grab another beer. Okay, okay. <laughs> I just, I didn't want to interrupt you. I just, I'm dry. So now that Andy is back with his beer, we can slide this into another topic. So I don't know if I've actually talked about this on the podcast before, but one of my dreams is to be able to retire relatively young i know that probably won't happen but retire at some point and uh open up my own little cider house because cider making is uh it's a big part of me now um but i want to talk about my experience last week i went to a cider house an extremely small cider house i'm talking they don't even have ciders on shelves and stores quite yet now I was, I was actually pretty impressed when I walked in there because generally they have five different ciders that they have on tap, um, mostly year round, uh, and they have one specialty brew. I got a, I got a, like a lot of um, inspiration from going to this place, and I really enjoyed it. Sadly, I can't remember the name of the place. I'm also kind of <laughs> glad I can't remember the name of the place because their cider was not that good. I'm just going to come out straight and say that. Like, it, just, it just wasn't that good. I... I I'm a I'm the type of person now that now that I make cider, I have a really hard time liking other people's cider. I'm just gonna straight up say it. Like I don't like I don't think there's a single store bought cider on the shelf that I like more than my my cider. Like there's did, just there's just not one. Did you have a did you at least have a good time there though? I had a great time. Yeah. Was it, it, was, good vibe? it was actually the the do what? Did you have was it did it have a good vibe? What what city were you in? Were you in Salem? Uh, actually, so I was around Dallas. Okay. So I was kind of out in the middle of the fields, kind of out in the middle of the boonies, not many people around. They had their, so they actually, what they do is they grow all of their apples that they put into their cider, which is pretty cool because I've actually never pressed apples for a cider before. And that's something I definitely want to do. So mm -hmm. I took a lot of inspiration from that. I thought it was really cool, but it was, it was, it was pretty neat. It was a cider house. They had like a deck. It was a very small cider house. So pretty much you walk in bathrooms to your right right uh straight ahead of you is the counter where you get your beer to the left there's a balcony that overlooks this pond tons of birds and stuff out there it was kind of fun to sit out there and watch them and then over to the right 
of the countertop, they had all of their ciders fermenting. Now, usually you have extremely specialized equipment to ferment your ciders when you're in a commercial environment. As I said, this company doesn't even have their ciders on a shelf yet. So they were a little bit different. What they had was they're almost like these. Uh, I've talked about fast fermenters, which are conical fermenters before, I think on the podcast, uh, essentially it almost looks like a teardrop and, and at the bottom, it kind of narrows out. These were opposite. So these started fat on the bottom. And then as they go up, they, they kind of look like, um, what are those things called in science? Uh, Andy, help me out here. No, 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 no. They, uh, Wait, do the, uh, the, they, look, they look like that. They're like, like that. In science? In science, bro. They have them in science all the time. They go like this? I sound this? like an idiot saying this, but like, yeah. A teardrop? Is it a, are you thinking of a graph? What are you doing? Talk to me. I need more. The I thing need more. that you, 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 you like, you like put the, put the sciencey stuff in it and you, you a beaker, a beaker, a beaker. Yeah. Yeah. Like a beaker. beaker, but they were made out of plastic. Very similar to my fast fermenters, which are also made out of plastic. Hey, I'm going to interrupt you. Is that what you transformed a stool into? <laughs> or what is, yes. is that your carboy? It's, it's sitting right over here. Okay. Okay. Left, I just, I, I wanted to so, make sure I was thinking, okay. I, yes, I, I didn't have a stand for my fast fermenter. So what I did was <laughs> I took the bottom of a stool. I took the uh, part that you sit on off. I flipped it upside down, strapped it onto some two by fours and, and then put my fast fermenter. In it's it, it actually looks legit. It does. I mean, it, it works. That's it looks all legit to do. Yep. But anyways, they have these, these things there. I think they hold, I think they hold 50 gallons. No, it was more than 50 gallons. It was probably a hundred gallons. But I drew a lot of inspiration from this because you know what I realized? I just need to buy like five of those. I need to buy a building. I need to put those in that building. I need to start producing 50 to 100 gallons of cider. And we can start making money because I want you to guess how much they charged for. And remember, it's, a, it's like a mom and pop cider house. They don't have any of their ciders on, this, on the shelf. Guess how much they charged for a single six pack now they were six packs with 16 ounce bottles not 12 ounce bottles guess how much it was 15 dollars. 15 14.99 what it's more they were, they were more than that yeah they were 45 dollars for a six pack and i believe a 12 pack was something like what uh, you're lying 60s. no i'm not lying to you what way <laughs> They're, They're almost charging ten dollars. Yeah, a single a single what? sixteen ounce bottle was nine dollars. Nine dollars. You are blowing my mind. Did you get anything on tap there? I did. I got a how uh, much was it? A tasting thing, which actually was only twelve dollars, and it came with uh, all five of their traditional beers. It was a ciders. flight. Excuse me. Yeah, a flight. It came with all five of their traditional ciders. So Julia ordered their specialty one, which was really good. It was a. Uh, it was like a rosé type cider, which usually I don't, I'm not into that rosé thing. Like, I think it's just weird. I don't know why so many people like it. No, it was not really, cider. really good. Yeah. It was, it, was, it was good. Yeah, that one was really good. Okay. But their normal cider tasted a lot like mine. And the best part about this place was because you kind of like, I know how you feel about my cider. Like, here's the thing. I like my cider dry. I like my cider not sweet. This place actually did not, um sweeten their cider it's all naturally sweetened so whatever the yeast doesn't eat is the the sugar that's left over right 
So their ciders were actually quite dry, uh, a little bit bitter, uh, very acidic. Yeah, they were good. They were they were pretty good. My cider's better, but it was good. <laughs> I'm just I just wanted to bring that up because I didn't tell you about that when I went last week, and I thought that'd be something you know maybe even you draw inspiration from because you're going to be my sole investor when or investor business partner. Yeah, you know, you know I do most of the brewing. You hand me the money to do the brewing. Exactly. Mm, no. I'm I'm probably in the long run gonna cost you more money than I'm gonna give you by drinking all of your alcohol. So as long as you bring people in to drink it with you, that's okay. Because <laughs> guess will. what? That is publicity. So I think people need to know this. Brandy and I have a plan here. So, so we're kind of going our separate ways right now, um, doing our own thing, making money, living our life. Um, but at the end of the day, we're gonna get back together. Um, probably around twenty. 50 2045 20 is that insane to think about it 2050 is, it, feels, it feels far away but well, it's only 29 years away bro 2050 that's a long time i think that i'll be back around you before 2050 well well i'm talking about uh opening our own uh business starting a business together um yeah it might take that long to be yeah honest. yeah so, <laughs> so so our inclination is um we're gonna retire very successful um loads of cash obviously and then we're gonna throw it all away and open up our own brewery or cider house um depending on what brain what direction brandy goes because he's gonna be the head brewmaster there um so if he decides to go towards beer so be it but if he if he chooses cider i love it nah dude i think that there's too many people out there right now doing beer and i think that there's only so many ways to do it at this point because like, think about it. Like, all these beers that we've reviewed so far, how many of them are really, really identical? Yeah, right? All of them. <laughs> there's not There's not a lot of room for that anymore. That's true. And, it, and if it is, it needs to be different and innovating, or you need to be in a place where that's just not available, right? Right. That's very true. But cider yes. is a whole different beast. And the great thing about cider is you do it with more than just apples. Like, they had a they had a Perry there, actually. Oh, really? It was my first time I've ever had trying one of those before. They're oh, really sweet. It, and you know very dry. Weird? Mine was the one I had was very yes. dry. The one I had was very dry too. But what was really interesting was because I've never had a Perry before, I didn't really know what to expect. I thought it tasted just like a normal cider, like made with apples. Like I, I honestly could barely tell the difference. Really? Yeah. Maybe the it one was I just had, that style. Okay. Yeah. The one I had was like blueberry and pear or something. I can't. It, there was another added flavor. Owie. You just Ow, cut yourself? dude, the, the can just caught my lip. Why was the can at your lip? I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, going back to the story. So we're going to retire. We're going to open up our own cider house. Um, and then that's what we're going to do. We're going to make cider and sell it and just literally just hang out at our cider house and just drink cider and uh, talk to people and just live life as two old dudes. Because that's what, okay, how many old dudes have you met that just want to talk your ear off for like ever and like you're just standing there and barely saying anything and they just keep rattling on and on and then that one thing they did leads into the next thing and then it just keeps going like how many old dude like all of them right like 98 percent of them they just love talking like telling stories and talking so that's pretty much what brandy and i are gonna do we're gonna open up a cider house brandy's gonna be in the back with his little white apron on running around with his head cut off making cider <laughs> cutting yeast doing all this stuff and i'm gonna be up front just chilling slinging cider telling all my stories 
just living my life. It's going to be great. See, it's a great situation for me to be in. But it, I mean, at the end of the day, it's great that we get to be together. But I think I'm benefiting a little more from this than him. <laughs> He's, yeah, you get to sit there. You get to drink beer, tell people stories while I'm yeah. in the back slaving away. You and, know what the great thing about about making like just beer in general is? Is you have to tend to it a few times a month. It's not an everyday thing that you go in there and you do something to it, especially at an operation that's so small. Right. So you, so you know, you might get to do that more often than me, but I still get to go in there and bother you every once in a while. No, that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, and I think so, Brandon. So let's just should we just lay out our business plan here? I think we should. Might as well talk about it. So, People are gonna know our names one day, anyways. No, exactly. And I think it might be cool, like, like if you're around our age, mid twenties, um, in like thirty years, just come uh, look up Brandon and Andy's Brew Pub. Uh, and actually, it'll probably be called brandy's brew house because i will have literally nothing to do with it except drinking all of the product so brandy's brew house um if you're listening to this in 2050 look it up but so we're gonna go um to a bunch of we still do um but hopefully before he leaves me we're gonna go and check out a bunch of different breweries and buy cups from them and then we're gonna get this collection of a bunch of different cups from all around and then when we open our brew our cider house we're gonna bring them all together bring all the cups all the glass you got and that's gonna be our drinking glass and it'll be kind of cool we'll be able to this dude it's all leading into it old men tell stories i will be able to sit there look at the cup and tell the exact story about that specific cup and where that cup is bad. And you're just losing it right now. I want to hear what you have to say. Because I'm glad you're explaining this because we told this to somebody a couple weeks ago. And they kind of like looked at us like, I don't get it. Why are you doing that? It's so not a story. It's all a story. It because pe- pe- she, I remember they were like, um, people aren't going to understand why you have so many different cups. And I was like. What do you mean we're gonna have cups from like 200 different places in oregon it's gonna be awesome just lining our walls you pull one down you fill a beer in it what's it gonna be we don't know till you get it you're just gonna get one with a different <laughs> logo on it okay shut up and drink your beer your cider but actually i'm gonna go back to the name real quick yeah you said brandy and annie's pub house or something like that no i had an idea and you can shoot it down brandy's thinking, brew house that's a good one yeah but your name has to be in it still i was think because you are like you, you, you know, you're you're there. You're making us money. Okay, you're just okay, talking okay, people's okay, ears off. Okay. But anyways, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, what if we did like BA Cider House for Brandy and Andy, but also Bad Ass yeah. Cider House. Okay. BA Cider House. I could get behind that. Yeah, 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 See, yeah. I was also thinking though, like, I've always been like really generic too. Like, what if we just called it like The Inn? The Inn. Or like. Or like the place, I, I don't know, but BA cider houses that would be pretty sick. It's open for interpretation. <laughs> yeah, if you, I'm, I'm trying to think how that would sound on a can. Is all I'm trying to imagine like the logo and like the different can art we're gonna have and see how that fits in here. I think it would. No, I think it'd be great. I think it flows off the tongue. I think it would look great in writing. Yeah. I'm all for that. Reddit remind me 30 years BA Cider House. <laughs> it might just work, buddy. It might just work. Um, but also, um, you keep mentioning Brandy's leaving. I don't think this is something we've talked about on the podcast. 
and part of the reason, okay, so there were two reasons last week why uh, we couldn't, the quality was not enough for us to be able to post what we did. Uh, one reason was because I didn't drive to Andrew because I was lazy. That's not a reason, this. by the way. The first podcast we did online, it went great. The other reason is because um, we do at this point need to find a way to record these remotely. We do. Uh, because it's Randy inevitable. has a job which is going to require him to move away from Andy. Uh, actually quite, well, I want to call it soon. It's months away at this point. Very soon. But we will no longer have the ability to actually be face-to-face and record these podcasts. So we need something. Thankfully, this week, I think we found something that's going to work. I'm hoping, crossing my fingers. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Brandy and Andy will always still be Brandy and Andy. We just might not be Brandy and Andy in person. So hopefully but we can get some more of these podcasts that are in person, though. Definitely. But I would just like to add, um, in the future, we're going to have great opportunities to have special episodes where – I might find myself over east visiting Brandy. And I might be and back I'm, here. And I'm very excited for that. Um, so we need to So I I I never thought of this, but the scope of our podcast is gonna change this summer. It might. No, it, it will. might be it well, what do you mean in like what way? What, I can't, what you... You, you're not going to be able to get organ brews over there. No, I won't. I was actually, that's what I was about to say was yeah. like, I'd so... say mail me some, but that's like really illegal. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. It might end up turning into something where we have to pick our own. We would never cut that part of the podcast, right? No, like, no we way. We can't do that. We can't that, do that. No, we could. Here's what we could do. We could each pick our own. Give our own analysis, not as strong, obviously, because one person's word is not as good as two persons people's words. But we're ha- we're gonna have established that relationship between the listener and uh, the speaker, which happens to be Andy and Brandy, where Brandy you can Andy. trust our word. Okay, we're gonna have our scale down. We're gonna have our olfactories down. Everything's gonna be great. So when that time does come, and we're picking brews from freaking Illinois. You're, you you are going to have some beer shock, I think, going over. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about Brandy's beer yeah. shock. So let's, let's cut into that segment. What's I Yeah, what are you thinking? I haven't really like looked into what they have over there, to be honest with you. One of my mom's favorite uh, cider houses actually is over there. It's called Cider Boys. I'm sure you've oh, heard of Oh, is it really? Cider yeah, Boys. yeah. So there, I, now I could be wrong. Brandy's wrong a lot, but I believe they started over there in the okay. midwest okay yeah. uh, i think we have a cider boys like north of vancouver i have no I idea think. yeah i have no idea somewhere around there and i think Maybe that's why yeah. we're able to get it here in oregon but i'm pretty sure that's like a primarily midwest thing the good thing is i know there's a lot of cider places over there okay so, so also ipas a- all those people over there in uh, Illinois, they are big in IPAs. As I was well gonna say, you said that my, was the New England, the New England ale. Yeah. So my girlfriend's so. Uh, uncle lives over there, and he was telling me just how big it is. The one thing he can get over there, and thank the Lord, is Rogue. He can get Rogue over there. So no my way. Brewery, I can still get it. Yes. So we can do some specials. We can do some. Specials. Okay. So we that's can. something to think about. Cool. We're still months down. We're still probably 
what four eight twelve six yeah we're still like 20 episodes away from that yeah um but that's something that we we're gonna need to think about because i literally feel like we started the podcast last week and we're already uh, uh five and six episodes in here so this might be super extra but like they make those oh, no 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 we're not doing that i was gonna say they make like these brew boxes that you can order and like you can order different beers from them and they send it to you legally but i feel like that's 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 too extra that's going way that's taking way too many steps for this and it would be I, really expensive to see i too. think that's a great idea but that would kind of be like us promoting their product for them yes because everyone would get the same thing and we'd just be doing free promos you know i agree yeah um Oh, speaking of that, we lost that in last week's podcast that we recorded and is not coming out. Um, if you want to talk about it, you can. You know more about it than I do. What do you what do you uh, Ridgewalker? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about it because I probably for, will forget. Um, yeah. So last it's going to be two weeks ago, um, we reviewed Hayeswalker and the owner spirit my life yeah so so you guys remember um we talked about wait hold on did you say that was the best beer of your life dude ridge walker haze walker is 100 the best ipa i have that was killer it was a killer brew it It was really good i've I've thought about it and i've realized i would drink that every single day seriously like like if there was five ipas and i knew haze walker was on the list and there's four other ones that i didn't know i would just choose haze walker because it's so good um go ahead do you have something to say i was just gonna say that's not the only good beer from them either uh we went and visited you guys a couple weeks ago and they had this thing called it was a cider and it was a orange creamsicle cider and i cannot believe how much that tastes like an orange creamsicle just amazing they just make amazing beers i don't think you tried it julia ordered it okay yeah Yeah, i don't think i tried hers um but yeah so if you remember we were talking about jeff uh he was on the can physically he's part owner um he actually sent me a message on facebook and was like yo andy listen to the podcast loved it bt dubs we're releasing a new brew within the next couple months and i want you to try it for me so what does that mean brady that means we're technically sponsored is that what that means? We're getting free. We're getting free stuff, bro. I don't know if we should throw around that word because it's <laughs> technically true. However, uh, I really appreciate the initiative Jeff took to reach out to us. Thank no, you, absolutely, Jeff. yeah. And you know, I really look forward to this opportunity. And you know, I hope more opportunities like this come because absolutely. I'm, not ask, I'm not asking for free beer, but if you want to send us free beer, by all means, please do because <laughs> we'll do everything in our power to help you out as well absolutely um so yeah he uh he sent me a picture of the can and he told me what it was i don't think i'm in under discretion to say that right now but i just to keep things private um but i'm really looking forward to it it looked awesome whenever we do get that we're probably going to review it the next week i would i would imagine brandy um, i would imagine it would already be released and people know about it yeah so um whenever we do get our hands on that beer we're going to go right back to ridgewalker we're going to record it um yeah so that's really exciting that's i mean shoot dude we're only a month and a half in here and we already got breweries giving us um free product so let's go brandy also likes whiskey if you have any whiskey brandy also has a and pizza 
and pizza and brandy also has a uh fifth of maker's mark right next to him that he's making boilers boiler makers with and he's not he's secretly not telling me that he's making boiler makers but he is do you want to know something funny andy let's hear it i went to the store to go get my beer before the show and i was thinking how funny would it be if i bought a rack of bush and showed up with Bush for the podcast. Oh my Since God. we were doing free for all beer tonight. Dude. I didn't do it, but I kind of wish I would have <laughs> because it would have been so funny. And we would have talked about that all night. Oh, we'd, been we'd, great. we'd still been great. be talking about Bush, dude. <laughs> we're like an hour in and we'd still be talking about it. <laughs> um, That being said, though, that just reminded me um, completely on script, of course. I opened a new beer. I uh, finished up my Pelicans from the first episode and. Brandy, what do you think I'm drinking? Just take a guess. Okay, so here's something to think about before I tell you. My mom bought it. It's from a large store that you need to be a member of. Okay, so it's from Kirkland. It's from Costco. Okay, what beer is it? It's probably one of their generic IPAs. Which one? I don't know their IPAs to be honest with you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna guess a name. Okay. Okay. So they have the Indian Pale Ale, they have an American Pale Ale, they have a Pilsner, and then the fourth one um, has a name to it. It's called the Bushwhacker. The Bushwhacker. No, it's called Sessions IPA. Okay. The very first beer when I went to college, the very first college beer I ever drank was actually a Session beer. Was it really? Yeah, it was. Where does it and get it that came- name? Do you know session yeah uh, i don't know mean? i'm pretty sure session was the company like okay. the company that made it i don't know i don't i don't remember i'm pretty sure session so, though is like a is a brew company though. so are you saying you drink this specific no. kirkland no, no, okay, no. okay okay no 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 all right it keep came going with your like story this, it came in like this little bottle it looked like a little like you know those kombucha bottles like they're very distinct bottles they're like short and tubby yeah yeah okay yeah with the short neck yep it was the worst beer I've ever had in my life. It's like a Modelo life. bottle, right? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. It is. Except that wasn't clear. It was very much dark. Gotcha. But anyways, I was just saying the moral of, my, moral of the story was I hated it. It was disgusting. <laughs> um, but I didn't know, is Session a type of IPA? Is that Or like, how, what, what does that mean? I have no idea. Okay, I'm going to look it up because I'm very You should. Curious. Yeah, let's do some uh, some research here. So, that being said... It's been a while since we had Andy Bobandy's tiny, just the smallest podcast you've ever seen. Um, and today, I want to talk about front load washers. So, some something very easy if you own a front load washer. Um, just a couple things. Number one, when you open the door, you see that big old rubber piece that wraps around the front. That's called a boot, okay? What that does is keep your washer from just leaking all the water on your floor. It's big old seal is what it is. It's a Ziploc bag over your washer drum. Now, that part averages between $100 and $250. Doesn't matter what brand. Doesn't It literally doesn't matter. And some repair company is going to charge you probably at least $100 just for a service call. They're going to charge you the price of the boot from 100 to 250 and they're going to charge you labor. It does not take a short amount of time to change a boot. It takes a long time. So you're going to get at least an hour, maybe two hours of labor. So you're wor- you're looking at 
hundred dollars for a service call, one to two fifty for a boot, so three hundred we'll call it, and then probably five hundred dollars just to get this new seal in. Okay, what can you do to combat this? The easiest thing you can do is to leave your washer door open after you have completed the load. Just leave it wide open, literally wide open. Some washers even come with a little kickstand that you can prop down so the door. Yeah. Brandy's looking no at me. Way. So they come with a little thing that you can pull out and it'll be a little plastic bar that sticks out. So when the door closes, it hits that bar and leaves about an inch or two inches. So air can keep circulating. Um, in my house, we're fortunate enough to have a big enough laundry room where we can keep the door open. and It doesn't impede anything. Um, but yeah, leave the door open just all the time. Whenever you're not using it, just leave it wide open. And then another thing you can do is, um, this is a little more, uh, hands-on and requires more time but maybe once every week or month or two months um usually with every if most brands you can grab the boot and kind of fold it back a little bit um and if you fold it back that's where all the mold will accumulate right there um and mold will be very very bad for your boot um, it, it really inhibits its ability to uh, perform highly. And after some time, it actually starts to eat away at that rubber, um, which, which causes the most damage. Um, it makes your, it doesn't um, keep your washer smelling nice. It makes your clothes kind of musty. Um, so what you can do is if you do it um, soon enough or quick enough in between each time, you can actually go in and literally just take a wet paper towel and just, just kind of swipe the mildew out of there. Um, because it will accumulate no matter what you do it will accumulate there um but even uh taking some uh like some awesome cleaner or some 409 and really kind of just scrubbing at it and making sure everything's out of there and a lot of times like bigger things that can't fit through the little holes will accumulate there too because that's where your washer actually drains so like maybe some change or bobby pins um just for people that haven't flip that little flange back but yeah if you have a front loader go ahead flip that back just look at it if you've never paid attention to it it's going to be moldy and disgusting and i'm really sorry that i brought this to your attention but it's something that you need to address because you will probably have washer issues within the next couple of years and cut thank you for your advice andy you're welcome uh on that topic isn't it like well known that you should leave your washer door open like is that so, not a well-known so, thing yeah you'd think so but working at an appliance store the amount of people that i have to tell that is really? everybody literally wow. everybody that's surprising yeah because i mean like when, when you close your front loader washer door like leave it for like a day after it's ran you literally see like the condensation like running yeah. off of it so yeah. you would think that people would know like that's gonna get like moldy or something right right interesting. so very interesting yeah so i'm gonna go i'm sorry i, I you got me going now and i just want to no, finish okay. this <laughs> so washers have the interior drum which you can physically see generally stainless steel with a bunch of holes in it and then there's actually another drum right outside of that that's generally made out of plastic but most front loaders are doing another stainless steel um, which is about a quarter of an inch, half an inch away from it. So that's where the water can build up and not drain all over to your floor. Right? So Brandy, I just completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> what did you, what was the question you said or asked? Uh, I said, isn't it common knowledge to leave your washer door open? Yeah. So no. So I don't know, um, what people think, but when you finish a load of laundry and you just slam your front load, 
top load washers do not have this problem because they do not have a plastic boot um, or rubber boot, but front loaders. So like if you just slam your door closed and you need to think about it like this, if you washed with warm water, you have at least 120, 110 degree water coming in, washing your clothes and then getting pumped out. Now that this washer pumps are not big. They're tiny. They're literally just like, like maybe six inch, five inches in diameter. And they just have two hoses that go out of them and a little impeller in them. That's literally it. And then a little tiny motor that triggers the impeller so that they can only push so much water out. And especially with big washers now four cubic feet, like you're getting 20 to 30 to 40 gallons of water per load. Okay. And probably only 80% of that gets pumped out. So you have 20% of the water you just washed with still physically in your machine. Okay. Now, here's the thing about water. Water destroys everything. Everything. It doesn't care. It just destroys it. No matter how, like, if water's sitting there, it's going to do something. It attracts, it attracts uh, germs. It attracts bacteria. Um, it's it's a great host for starting um, things to grow, right? So that's where you get the mold. Um, and if you close that door, you just washed with 110 to 120 degree water. It just pumped it all out. Then you just you shut the door for a day or two until you open it again. You're trapping all of that heat in there. You're trapping everything, all the moisture, and it can't it can't leave. It physically cannot leave. So that is just an invitation for mold to grow okay i'm sorry i drug this on so long that's that's okay you Andy. sparked the fire no that's okay i know i i brought that on myself i brought that on the viewers <laughs> if you can't tell andy is very very serious about the appliance business and rightly so he's an amazing appliance salesman you ever want to buy something go visit him buy a washer from him buy a dishwasher from him. i bought a dishwasher and a stove from him you ever want an appliance go buy it from him yes sir back to the podcast Okay, so I did look up what a session IPA is. I have to apologize. Then the brewery of the beer that I had was not called session. Session is a type of beer. Um, apparently, it's a lower content beer. Okay. Uh, so I guess I'm I'm assuming I drank like a session ale and it was just terrible because it was. It probably cost us like six bucks for a six pack. It was just disgusting. But anyways, a session IPA supposedly combines the hoppiness of an IPA with the lower alcohol content of a session beer. Now, yeah. Andy, what is the alcohol content of your yeah. IPA? I was gonna say I was gonna say that lines up because this is only a four point nine percent. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. That is definitely not normal for so most IPAs around here. What? What did read that uh, definition again? Would you of a session IPA? A session IPA supposedly combines the hoppiness of an IPA with the lower alcohol content of a session beer. Okay. Let me read the flavor text that they put on this, and let's see if it lines up to what you <laughs> okay. just said. Okay. An easy-drinking IPA that greets you with golden hue and refreshing, citrus-like aroma created from dry hopping with Cascade. Citra and lemon drop hops. It features a bright, hoppy flavor supported by a discreet malt base. This brew, this is a brew that doesn't sacrifice flavor for.
for drinkability. If they did not get this entire description from our podcast, I don't know. Every this 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 th- this paragraph that I just read you covers all every scale all of our podcasts, all of it. If we reviewed this beer, it, it would have to get 100 out of 100. I'm not oh. even talking about how it tastes. It, we would just need to give it 100 points because they nailed it. They nailed the Brandy and Andy show. For the Brandy and Andy show, we tend we t- we typically tend to stick to Oregon brews. But like at some point we could venture out. We could we could review some Kirkland brand IPAs. We could. And this Sessions IPA was brewed and bottled by Hoppin' and Malts. Brewing Company, San Jose, California. Okay, yeah, so it's not in the state anymore. No, it's not. But, you know, we, it's the Brandy Nanny Show. We can do whatever we want, so you know what I mean? Yep, all on script. We have our producer. He works long hours, yep. make sure everything's perfect, except our sound quality, apparently, so F you, Steve. Dude, he needs to get on that. Dude, he Steve really needs, to, needs to pick up the game. You know what we should do? We should just hire a sound guy. Isn't that you? Don't look yeah, at me like that. Is. You gave me the side. You side-eyed me. Come on. <laughs> I guess it is me, isn't it? I'm slacking. <laughs> well, um, Andy. Are you about you know, to end the show? The Brandy and Andy bonus show, you know. I was having really such a good time. Oh, we can keep talking. We can keep going, well, buddy. Well, you, you sound like you want to no, go home. Can, no, no, it's okay. We can keep going, buddy. We can truck through this. We can truck <laughs> through it. What do you want to talk about next? I don't know. I was having a good time talking to you. You know, I... So, the bonus show, we haven't really talked about... We haven't really talked about, like, how often we're going to do this or whatnot. I kind of enjoyed it, to be honest. Absolutely. It's nice to yeah. be able to stay on script, yet talk about what we want without sticking to <laughs> how do i put this how do i put this without giving it away that we have no script uh hey, hey you can't tell them that you i mean um how do we put this how do we put this keeping it on script um <laughs> uh no it's just been nice it's been nice talking it's been it's nice been talking. crazy and like yeah. i mean shoot we've been talking what for an hour and 20 minutes yeah just about yeah like that's crazy um what do you say like should we do like every five episodes? That could you know, be fun. It's not a bad idea because yeah. the episode that we would have released actually would have been our fifth episode. It would have. And I kind of wanted to do something like special for it, but we didn't, which is fine because it's the Brandy and Andy show. We can do whatever we want. Exactly. We do whatever we want. Right. I was thinking more like every 10 episodes might be like a bigger milestone because like that's 10 episodes. That's that's a tenth of the way to 100 but we could do like every five episodes we could even just do it whenever we want because there's been times where andy's come over i've gone over to him and we've just been drinking and chilling and we just kind of want to talk and honestly some of those times would be really good content and i think maybe we should do that dude if we would have done it the week i came over and brought you your appliances it would have been freaking hilarious yeah it it probably would have been really good that was my fault i blocked i blocked it i said no my fault i think the i think the listeners need to know that that night we possibly shotgunned an entire 24 rack possibly i'm not saying it did happen i'm saying there's a chance that brandy and i possibly shotgunned 12 beers each was it bud light 
I, I honestly can't was. even remember. I think, was, yeah. I think it was Bud Light. What I'm really sad about though is we did not finish our wizard staffs. They're actually still oh. sitting out on my back patio. I haven't thrown them away yet in hopes that you guys will come back and we'll finish our wizard staffs. So the thing about wizard staffs are they need to be case specific. Oh, you're so, right. Those are all keystone. Yeah. So like and then they need to be like night specific too. So like if you start a wizard staff, you are finishing it before you go to bed. And when you go to bed, that wizard staff is done. Loses all of its magic, huh? So I, I feel like we've kind of failed. We did fail that night, dude. We only drink like Okay, we got a we got a twenty four rack that night too. I think we only drink like I want to say like half. Like we didn't even drink that much. But I, I think we also did. We take shots that night too. The girls are always making us take That's shots. True. I don't understand what the <laughs> thing about shots is. No, me either. I'm I okay. Hate I'm going to be honest. Let's talk about it's shots. Disgusting. For a yeah, let's talk shots. I, uh, let's talk shots. Look, look. I like I like whiskey. Okay, like whiskey's good. Put a couple ice cubes in there. Pour a little bit of whiskey. Yep. Love it. Okay, I'll drink it. There was a point where Brandy liked to take shots. There was a point where I would bring tarantula bottles. If you You're don't know disgusting. what tarantula I is, it's you. extremely cheap tequila. I hate to you. No. And it. In about 15 minutes, I'd have to leave because I was too drunk. No. Andy, I think we've gone on long enough. Talked for an hour and a half now. So will you do the pleasure this week of signing us off? absolutely um before i do though do you have any closing thoughts or anything you'd like to say follow us on twitter give us a five-star review on apple podcasts follow us on spotify you know you know just 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 follow us wherever you get your 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 yeah. daily podcast okay because we post every single monday yep except well, last monday except for last but, monday but that's a different story that's a because it's all about quality exactly but I think that's all I have for this week. Uh, keep up, share, tell your friends, and have a dang good time. Yeah. Um, I just like to say uh, one thing or a couple things. I don't know. Um, uh, stock market wise, always, always be sure that before you press that buy button, you need to realize, I've said this before and I'm gonna say it again. You're spending your own money. You worked for this money, you accumulated this money, you acquired this money in some way, you 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 did something to earn this money. You earned it, it's yours. There's nothing anyone can do to take it away from you. The stock market is a risk. It's always a risk, it doesn't matter if Brandy or Andy says anything to you, it doesn't matter if someone on Reddit says anything to you. It doesn't matter if your dad says anything to you. It doesn't matter anything. It doesn't matter. You personally, as a person, need to do your own research and you need to feel comfortable making financial decisions because what did I just say? This money that you have that you're about to spend is yours and you could spend it on anything else. But before you do invest it, you need to realize that you could lose it all. Doesn't matter how much it is, you could lose it. You could triple it. You could times it by a thousand, but you could lose it. 
So keep that in mind. It's very important to to have a risk assessment with things. And that's all I have to say. Um, so yeah, thank you, thank you, and one more time, thank you. Always for listening to Brandon and Andy, your two favorite podcasters out there. We're coming back. We are not giving up on you guys. Do not give faith on us. We're coming back actually with more. Uh, we flirted with the idea of special episodes. We flirted with the idea of a little bit of change. The Brandon and Andy show will never change. We will always drink beer. We always will talk about stocks. What will change is everything else in between, okay? Um, but I'm your host, Andy, and I'm sitting here with my best friend. His name Brandy. happens to be... Oh, I, oh, you jumped in early. His name happens to be Brandy, and this is our podcast. And I can't wait to see you guys next Monday.